We're back in a different form, but we're going to bring you the same quality content as usual. It is Brie and the Baddest, the Most Bravest. You already know what it is. I'm going to go ahead and let my girls reintroduce themselves, because you already know who we are. Hello? Taylor. <laughs> we. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. It's Abby, you know. And um, Miriam is not here in the moment, but she might potentially mm-hmm. join us later. So, ladies, um, just on some informal stuff, like, how do y'all feel about this new platform? Like, what can our listeners expect from the girls? You know, same energy? What do you think? Let's chit-chat. For sure. Um, for sure. Bring, still bringing the energy. You know, I've always wanted to do a podcast. I feel like we really drop gems. I feel like we really can get in a conversation and drop gems. And sometimes the girls just need to hear it. They don't really need the glitz and the glamour and the ring lights and the effects. They just need the content. And I'm happy to be able to um, hopefully reach uh, our audience that we already have a little bit better. Or even more people who want to chime in and hear what the tings have to say. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about the pod. How you feel, Roly? How you how you calling me that on air? Oh man, run it back, run it back. Oh my goodness, we live in action. No, um, I'm very interested to see how this podcast stuff goes. You know what I'm saying? Um, the people they sometimes want to speak on some things, so maybe we'll speak on them. But who knows? I'm just here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> Ew. Oh. <laughs> All right. So yeah, now that we've, you know, chit chat a little bit about this new platform. Um, today the topic that I have is destination anxieties. So pretty much destination anxieties is constantly, you know, chasing the next thing, thinking that you'll be fulfilled by it. So for example, when you're working at a job, you're like, mm, can't wait to leave this job. And when you get to the next job, you're like, oh, can't wait to get promoted. And then, you know, in life in general, you're just like, oh, can't wait to move out from my parents' house. And then it's like, oh, can't wait to get the next apartment. So, you know, we just wanted to discuss that, our impact, the impact of that on our mental health, how we move and shake in this world, keeping destination anxiety in mind. And so just want to start off by asking you ladies, what are some things you have destination anxiety about and why? Wow. That's a great question. <laughs> a, a great question, even. Um, wow. Taylor, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Some things that I... Thank you, Bria. <laughs> this is just a test run. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. All right. I ain't going to drop my gems in. We're just drop your just with, with it. it. We can cut and paste and do what we want with this. We could eventually drop it. That's what I said. Just drop the gem. I ain't gonna draw my gem since Miriam messed up the flow. Hey, whatever. <laughs> hey, I be I. It's funny that you talk about destination anxiety, and it's funny that we talk about a new accomplishment with the twenty somethings by by creating this this part of our platform and you know sometimes I get destination anxiety even about this um when I'm thinking about like editing videos and coming up with new content and kind of always wanting to be inspiring and always wanting to be on it and and that kind of stuff like oh like 
we'll hit this milestone here and there when after we we get the studio and after we get the upgrade the lights and after we make the audio perfect and i think there's something that this channel has helped me with is kind of releasing the need for perfection and kind of aiming for completion i want to say that i did it and not that i waited 30 years to do it correct or do it right so um i don't know this has been kind of a thing that's helped me um adjust my mindset to again tackle some other things in my life that i definitely for sure have some kind of level of destination anxiety about but um shout out to the pod shout out to the tang shout out to the channel because it definitely has helped me um kind of just put myself out there and get things done 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 over perfect and that's where i'm at in life her love that love that because i wholeheartedly agree um sometimes destination anxiety again related to 20 somethings you know we've been gone for a hot little minute not because well i mean i'm sure ebbs and flows with everything you feel like doing it don't feel like doing it but then you're just like uh we're not doing x y and c so maybe we shouldn't post and then you just get lost in that and then you put it on the back burner but it's like you're missing out on providing gems for girls and people and women. And then you kind of deviate from why you originally started just getting caught up in the destination anxiety and that spirit of perfection, like, well, we need to have it this, this, and this, and it has to be the most amazing video at first pass um, prior to us actually posting. But yeah, I think Bria really hit the nail on the head there as far as just getting it done. This is a test run anyways. Uh, might post it might not you know who knows but at least we're getting it done today like we said we would all right yeah per that's what i'm talking about um i would say some things that i have a destination anxiety about is like i mean life in general right there's a lot to be anxious about because there's so much unknown like an uncertainty i think especially with the last couple of years, um, COVID and craziness. It's just like, oh, you know, life is really not promised. And so it's just like wanting to do everything right now and, and not waiting for it in the future has definitely been something on my mind. But I would say something that's currently been giving me a lot of anxiety is just like my career trajectory. Like, I just don't know what's really happening. And I feel like, people have a lot of expectations of me and like I'm always trying to live up to those expectations and right now I don't feel like I am so it's like now I'm stressing myself out about like trying to get there and it's definitely a pride issue of course but you know that's what's 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 something I'm dealing with right now trying to get to the level that I want to be at um especially you know having two degrees now like people expect a lot like oh okay she must be smart whatever whatever I'm like uh, you know I, uh, I just make some shake like I'm just here vibing I'm just here chilling I promise you I don't know what's going on but I still feel that pressure so okay two degrees shorty um had to say that sorry um, but I think that's a perfect segue into you know do we think that society plays a role? So, you know, Taylor definitely touched on the fact that, you know, there's external pressures that, you know, assist in that destination anxiety, because if you, if they're to a certain degree, we're all, you know, driven by our own desires and our wants, you know, 
ambition. We all have a certain level of ambition, but I think society also tries to push the timeline down our throat as far as like, well, you got two degrees, you should be making six figures, seven figures. You should, you should be owning a house at this point. You should like just crazy things that just don't make sense for each person and their journey. So what's y'all's take on that? Um, I mean, for me, I think it's like a mix of both, right? Like I have high standards, expectations for myself. So I put that pressure on me. But also, that didn't come from absolutely nowhere, right? Like, you know, being growing up in the household that I grew up in, right? Like, I always had that expectation that, like, I needed to do great things. I needed to excel and everything. And that always was in the back of my mind and things that I do. Even though I feel like I'm a very lazy person, is like, I still had to be ambitious in some aspect because... My mama won't accept in nothing less than the best. You feel me? And I mean, even trying to figure out again where where my career trajectory is going. Like I feel that pressure because it's like in in her mind and other people's mind. I gave up law school to be a broke boy. <laughs> like in short, you know, everybody was like, "Oh, you're supposed to be in law school." Like. You know, and like even her still like as I got my master's degree, she's like, so law school next? I'm like, I don't know what you're not understanding. I'm not going. But yeah, I guess everybody saw me as a lawyer because they think I'm smart, but I'm I'm not that smart, y'all. I promise. Um, um so smart, but she you smart, you I just really, don't want to do law school. That's listen, just really what it is. It has nothing to do with intelligence. No, thank you. I I gave it a good consideration and like, I, and maybe this is like me, like really doubting myself, but I gave it a strong consideration. I was like, I do not have the brain capacity to do this. Like I cannot do all this reading and writing just straight all the time. Like, yeah, it was cool in the classes that I was taking, like constitutional law. I loved all those classes, but I was like all day, every day, all week long. No, I I'm not smart enough for that. And honestly, kudos to all the lawyers that do it. Um, we love them. Like, shout out Tony, Kyle, everybody that done made it out the trenches. I'm proud of y'all. But me, um, I don't think my intelligence translates over well in that field. Anything. It's not your skill set. Stop saying, like, it has nothing to do with your intelligence. Bruh. It's your skill set. And not something else that I feel like society, like, has done. It's put, like, different professions and industries above others. And and there's this pressure to, like, you know, if you did go to a four-year degree, like, you need to go into a certain type of industry to, like, have some kind of, like, return on that investment in your education. But, like, a lot of it, and my take on it, a lot of it is, like, society has done a really good job of, like, building the ego of everybody and that like a lot of your motivations for what you want to do or what you deem as successful and developing personal metrics for yourself are all ego driven. And like even recently, like I've had to deal with a lot of like rejection and kind of like what I now what I now think of as like redirection. But a lot of it I took personally because of what I feared it said about me. It's like, oh, I'm not capable enough to do that or I'm not smart enough or I'm not skilled enough. It has nothing to do with. If I'm skilled or capable enough, it's if things are a good fit or not. 
And if like, I truly, if it's ego driven or if it's spirit driven, and I, I have to make that distinction to be able to battle destination anxiety, I have to check if what I am motivated to do or what I'm planning or have goals set to do is, is coming from a good place or not. Cause if it's going to feed the ego, it's not really what, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to drop a gym, but it's like, I don't know. Like I really, really, really have had to like analyze what, my spirit is needing in a season, like what it is exactly I'm meant to accomplish because half the time, like, yeah, somebody chime in. Cause like, I'm chime in. you dropping them gems though. Like, that's you know, we, you feel me? I feel you on a spiritual level. Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 but it's so serious. Y'all like, I've been in here like sad, like I've already is hip, but I've been in here sad as as ever. I was gonna say something else. I've been sad because it, there's like a dissonance between on the inside and knowing what I'm capable of, and then what has been reflected in my accomplishments. But like, you're not your accomplishments. Like, you're you're not like a, a you're not just a certain stage in your life you're all of it and and watching Kanye as much as I, I don't agree with that man but watching him like I don't really think he ever like was like the next thing the next thing it was like more of an energy from the beginning like I know what it is I know what my spirit sees for myself and I'm just gonna get that I don't care about a no I don't care about rejection I don't care about other people validating me. I don't really care about that. That's not what my spirit needs. My spirit just wants me to harness my creativity or whatever it is that you have a calling for. But the more you get wrapped up in like this validation to achieve something or accomplish something or get the job, get the degree, get the house, you lose sight of what it is that truly is going to make you happy. That's how people like have everything in the world and they're still unhappy and unfulfilled because that's not, you got to check that motivation. You got to check it. Yes, yes, yes. That's all I have to say on that. I mean, absolutely. You y'all both just, you know, spoke so eloquently on that. Um, there's just so much to unpack there. I just but I'm gonna keep it short. So yeah, spiritual (laughs) the spiritual aspect of things. Um, I'll just touch that. So for me, um, you know, just with my future and what I'm trying to do, there are now a plethora of a plethora and I'm putting quotes around it because you know who knows a plethora of career choices that can come out of getting you know an MBA because that's currently what I'm pursuing next and one job pays let's say 170,000 a year but you're reading all the comments underneath like $30,000 signing bonus like all of these amazing things that look great on paper but you're reading that they work 12 to 14 hours a day and don't see their families. So it's like what Bria said about, you know, fulfillment and ultimately what you're called to do on this earth. Um, I believe in God. So what you're called to do on this earth by God, what God's assignment for you is, which ties into your gifts, your talents, your treasures, X, Y, and Z. Like Bria said about harnessing creativity. Um, do I want to make this money, but then not see a family, which might be something that I want ultimately, like, it just doesn't make sense. So you might take a little bit of a hit 
financially, but like you're ultimately serving people, serving your community, serving your family, doing what you're called to do. And I'm not saying don't chase the bag. Everybody should chase the bag. But like to a certain extent, you have to do checks and balances with yourself and understand that there are certain things that you're going to that are going to cost you for chasing whatever bag you think is going to get you to that level. So you have to be very careful. And I think what Bria and Taylor both said is very important in the sense of understanding the societal pressures and how it impacts how you move in this world in the sense of making sure you're doing things that are fulfilling to you and are fulfilling to your calling. And it's not all about you at the end of the day. And we can even tap into that as far as 20 somethings, you know, we may not feel like hopping on the pod. We may not feel like making a video, but ultimately what brought us all back is like, hey, there are people that are actually receiving something fruitful from our conversation and our dialogue and it's helping them. So we might need to put our like laziness aside or our lack of just desire in general aside to think of the greater good. And ultimately when we film and when we do things, we're so fulfilled and we're like, man, that was, that was good. You know? Yes. Yeah. Abby, you hit it on. Like when I say ding, 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 I think you could take a lot of the pressure off of it. When you realize it isn't about you, it is about the talents you've been given and how you can serve, like how you can utilize them in the way your spirit is calling you to. It it really has nothing to do with what you want to do or what you think you should be doing or or how are people going to view me if I do this, well, it, making money and this and that. It has nothing to do with that. Literally nothing to do with that. Oh, that's crazy. It's freeing. To freedom. Freedom! To freedom. Literally to freedom. I feel good <laughs> knowing that. I'm figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? Figuring out the balance. Her. Because I don't like complacency. Like, I really don't like complacency. And I that's, like, the space that I want to be in. I don't know if that made any sense. But, like, I never want to be complacent. But I also don't want to get too caught up in, like, the pressures of society and driving and being that my motivation for trying to move forward, you know? So it's like, I don't mm-hmm. know what the balance is yet. And, you know, I'm still young, still figuring out, whatever. But um, it's definitely kind of difficult to see or try to figure out what is too much and, like, where you land in the middle of all that. But, I mean, some people are okay with complacency. But I think with our generation specifically, like, they're going to they gonna leave, they're going to move, they're going to keep going. And I know that's also an issue that we have It's just, like, instant gratification and trying to figure out like what's going to give the max amount of pleasure mm-hmm. right now so like that's also something that I keep in mind like if we keep seeking fulfillment instantly and it's like oh well this job isn't giving me as much money as I wanted to so like I'm gonna move to the next job move to the next job it's like all right wh- when does it stop and you're like I actually feel because every job even though it's gonna pay more like you were saying like you may be giving up family time so if you're giving up family time, all right, maybe I don't want to do this job. And then you move back to another job. Like, so just like, it kind of seems like it might be a cycle. I don't know. I mean, y'all already know how I feel about capitalism anyways. It's not sustainable, but don't let me get on a little rant <laughs> about capitalism. We could do it. Go ahead. Rant. <laughs> I mean, it's not sustainable. And I'm just wondering when society's going to collapse. Um, 
because four years. You said four years. <laughs> I don't know. I know some people are. Some other countries are betting on the U.S. like collapsing very very soon. Um, especially with like the presidential um election <laughs> in twenty twenty four. Like they no for real. Like they're like twenty twenty four. Like the U.S. might collapse. Like they low key think. I mean not low-key but high-key think we may become like a fascist state or the um the conservatives will kind of just take over like stuff like that i've like literally countries are betting on it like the u.s is about to collapse and we don't know what that's going to do for like the economy for the stock market all this stuff when the u.s government is just like a hot mess i mean it already is a hot mess but like when it burns down basically yikes fun stuff America. yikes yikes but <laughs> dang that uh, just made me depressed I'm sorry <laughs> no, that made me sad yikes um, dang there was something that made me sad there was something you said though I, I don't know maybe it's just like the general theme of it but um what was I saying hold on uh, something along the lines of like, kind of like, damn, what was I saying? I don't know. But I think a lot of it is just our mindset and kind of finding the balance of it is shifting. A lot of people, like I said, have their eyes set on the accomplishment on the next level. You job hop to get more money. Of course, it like validates you in the moment. But I think a lot of people kind of like neglect the culmination of their lives and kind of like, even with like jobs, entry-level jobs, like, yeah, you've been bouncing around to, I guess, become a higher earner. But like, when you really look at all of the experience that you've gathered from job to job and not kind of just siloing it to be more successful, like, oh, what can this do to get me to the next level instead of what knowledge has this opportunity or experience like enlightened me to, I feel like that kind of changes what you deem successful. Like, you learn a whole lot of stuff coming from the bottom or at the, at the bottom is where you'll learn the most of like, like across different industries, across different experiences. So I feel like people need to put more validity on entry level experiences on kind of like the ground level of things. That's when you're gathering like the foundation of you, the foundation of your experience and your knowledge and your skills. So I don't know, this is an exciting time of life is like right after this little you know, your little graduation blues. Like, this is an exciting time. This is when literally the world is your oyster. The sky is the limit. You literally can do anything. We are not siloed into a job. We are not, like, 15 years deep into a career we realize we hate. Like, this is the time to do something one year, do something else the next, and not feel like you have to always be on this upward trajectory. Like, you just experiencing life in and taking a next step is upward trajectory. It doesn't matter if it's more a higher earning or better reputation for a company or whatever it is that, that you deem as like a successful in that opportunity. But like it, the fact that you're just doing something else, you're taking another step, you're gaining more skills is what I feel like we need to deem successful or at least where my mindset is at this age and, and where I am and kind of my development personally, professionally, um, Hey, we're just, we, I'm here to absorb the knowledge. I am here to absorb, um, like it, it does not begin or end with me. I am here to be a conduit. I am here 
to share what I can and experience life through my lens and hopefully inspire others to do the same. That is it. That's, that's all I, that's my purpose is to enjoy life. Dang. Yes. The gems are being dropped. The gems are being dropped. Capitalism kind of scared us a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It scared me a lot. Scared me a lot. Hopefully I won't be in this country by the time. But anyways, um, um, but both of you guys highlighted some things that are really important. I'm trying to have that balance between saying gems, but then, you know, save itself for later. Because instant gratification is a whole nother thing that really opened up, which is very, very important. And then piggybacked with Bria talking about um, the, the, the trajectory of life in general. So I think this generation and the inflated self sense of self, like, is what funnels into, I need to be making this, I need to be having this, da, 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 da. And like, we negate the importance of like hard work and being in that nitty gritty because if I reflect on my like engineering career or whatever, I learned the most when I was thrown into entry level in the middle of nowhere, Indiana with no, with, with assistance, but assistance from people that weren't like me. And like, I grew exponentially in that year and a half that I was like isolated, not in my comfort, my comfort Mm. zone. So I think comfortability and just getting what you want instantly is like ruining us because we think that life should really just be handed to us. But that's not that's not what we put on this earth for. We're not put on this earth for instant gratification. It's all a lie. It's all a lie. That's why those people on TikTok. Ooh, I'm going there. Um, that blow up in an instant and then they make it all this money and they still broke. That's because you didn't learn. You were not. You were, you did not have that work ethic built or that financial literacy built. Like you didn't take that time to understand. You're just kind of going through the motions of quick cash. Let me get this. Let me get that. Let me get this instantly. But you didn't build the skill set to handle the success. Mm-hmm. And that comes like that's how we see so many people failing morally. I mean, we're also human beings, so we're gonna fail morally. But like people that just put their little apology on Twitter and mm. then keep doing the same thing because you're you you were just so focused on instant gratification and getting what you want and da da da, da and you didn't build the character um like character over possessions is essentially what i'm trying to drive mm. at like you need to get in the nitty gritty you're not going to build the character off of instant gratification or getting the six figures you want in 3 months like that just that's just not what we're called to do and i think that we're all being led astray by what we see in social media and that's why i had to leave expeditiously <laughs> at least for a time because it's a tool that can really help people and it's a tool that's also creating a lot of chaos and damage and yeah oh my god i was on the soapbox but let me hop snap snaps because it's all ego driven it's all ego driven it's all image and ego driven and that's so crazy because growth cannot i feel like that can growth can't happen in the presence of the ego. It, you can't build character in the presence of the ego. You cannot do it. They do cannot exist at the same time. That's so crazy. That's mm, that's so crazy. <laughs> Yo, just saying. That's crazy. I'm crying. No, it's, it's yeah, really, no, and it's I know it's jokes, but like it's really clicking for me. Like it, it's it's been clicking for me, 
these past couple months, like, mm, and, and sometimes you can feel like you're, you're stuck in a season or stuck in, in a, in a, yeah, a season of your life. And it's more so because we're waiting for that growth. We're waiting for that, that, um, that lesson to be learned. Like we're waiting for that, that spark to be able to get to the next level. Cause again, it's not about these, these fake metrics of success. It's like the culmination of this, the growth of your spirit. Like what exactly are you meant to learn and, and produce in this season of your life? And you will not get to the next level until you learn that and accept it fully, or you won't at least be, even if you get to the next level, you won't be happy. You won't be fulfilled and it won't, you'll still feel like you're stuck somewhere. Like you'll still have that mindset that you are stuck because inside you haven't done giving your space, giving yourself space to like grow past that. Purr. Yep. Purr. 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 Oh my God. I feel it in the atmosphere. I'm crying. Let me get out of here. (laughs) I think that was good though. That was good. No, that's really good. No, those are all gems. And I mean, we talked all up and down my last my last point or question. So, um, I mean, we could just close it out just with just, you know, one-liners, practical okay. ways. So what are some practical ways to balance having ambition and planning, you know, your life to a certain extent? So like you're not, you have, you have trajectory at least while also enjoying living in past prayers because- you know, me, I was praying this time last year to get promoted. Now I'm promoted and it's ghetto out here. So like, <laughs> how do we enjoy, you know, the pay increase, the promotion, rah, rah, rah. And then like you, you enjoy, you know, what you've been praying for, but then also have that destination in a sense to where you have, um, like I said, a, a, a path forward for your life, essentially. I like that. I think part of it is kind of what Brie was already talking about, like living in um, the moment and recognizing like the skills or whatever that you're attaining, like in those moments, right? Like focusing on that rather than focusing on what's next. Um, And I would say like, that's like really fast what I need to be doing right now, because it's like literally last year as I was finishing up my master's degree and things were just crazy with like, you know, trying to get a job. I was applying like places and higher ed is like very much in flux there it's a hot mess because you know it's recovering from covid and you know people aren't going back to school and all these things that were happening and it wasn't the best time to be coming off of a master's program looking for an entry-level job because everybody's like you know trying to stay secure in their job um because everything was just uncertain like you know you you got a job you gonna keep it um so I was just like continuously praying about like having the opportunity and just like, yeah, God, I'll be grateful with whatever you give me. And then now I'm in it, I'm fighting for my life and I'm trying to get out, (laughs) you know, but like, also it's like, this is what you prayed for Taylor. Like, this is what you was, you was crying, you was praying, you was, you know, all the things for, for so long. And now you have it and you're just focused on getting out and moving away for it from it instead of like what you're doing in your day-to-day and how you're impacting people still like I think about it and it's just like literally last week um just in conversation with a student I ended up having to give them some of my last like uh feminine hygiene products that I just happened to have in my backpack 
um, because they didn't have any. They're like, I'm starting my period today and I don't have any. Like, um, there's an on campus place. It's like a, it's kind of like a food pantry. And it was overwhelmed with the amount of um, like orders that they had that week. So they had to shut down. And that, of course, speaks to just like how many students need those resources. But it was like this specific student that I just knew, like came to me like, hey, like I, I usually get it from here, but I can't like, what do I do? Like, what's my options? And like, I just had to give them what I had. But it's just like, I wouldn't have been in, in an opportunity like that, like to kind of just bless somebody with what I had in the, in the moment if I had already gotten out or like, you know, did whatever. and even just talking with the students and being a resource for them, being an advocate, like it, I think it, it speaks volumes in, in their college experience, even though it's like, it's a lot of work, it's training and it's not financially um, uh, compensative, I would say. Um, I'm still learning a lot about working with people, about advocacy, um, communication and so much more um, that I wouldn't have thought I'd be in a position to learn about otherwise. Like me, empathetic. All of a sudden, who knew? Who would have thought? Not me. Whoa! I'm just kidding. She's always been like that, but it was, it was deep. I, it was deep in there. No, it was deep. You know? And you, you, you digging it out every yeah. <laughs> every week, every I'm day. Deep. So yeah, it's just, and it was kind of like, I had already had the skill set to do a lot of things I was doing. Like, I feel like I've always tended to be someone to come to for advice, like, you know, give some wisdom. And now I got all these people coming to me for advice, like, that are not my friends, that are people that, you know, are really trying to figure out life, maybe in very low places, and they're looking for some sound advice. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a lot of pressure. Because I can have an impact on your life, like, your whole college experience. Like, you know, if you even graduate and get your degree, like, I have that impact. Um, so, yeah, that was a lot of rambling. Whatever. I'm moving on. No, one thing we going to do on this podcast is not apologize for just Period. And, and, and label it as rambling. Let's 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 lift that in the butt right now. It. Okay? Go on. I don't want to hear nobody say sorry for him. No, it's okay. We got some gems out of it. Period. Um, dang, I had a segue off that, but go ahead, Bria. You got something to add? Uh, I'm gonna just you know give my closing thoughts. Um, I don't know my idea of balance. I think I touched on it before, but I definitely am kind of just shifting my mindset. Like I said, from my goals and things uh, from being more like accomplishment and achievement based to honestly being more habit based. Cause I feel like, you know, when you think about success, you don't really want to think about like, like, I mean, it, it goes to the work you do, but you want to think about the type of person that you will be or the type of person you want to be and not so much where you live, how much money you make, all these arbitrary things, because again, it doesn't feed the spirit. So like when I think about balance and kind of trying to still be ambitious, still be, don't be complacent, don't be happy with, with not doing your best, obviously do your best, but how are we channeling that energy? And I think when you focus on habits about 
how you want to show up, your mindset, how you treat your body, how you treat other people, um, and kind of developing a routine around that. I think um, it gets you to where you want to go. It's, and it's going to get you to a more authentic place that you want to go. Because if you build yourself and become that person that you want to be, I want to be a type of person who is health centric, who um, is always like, who gives back on the regular, who does this, then like the opportunities that allow you to be that person will come through because you're already living as that person. So I just think it goes a lot into taking the pressure off of your achievements and kind of these weird metrics of success that if we're really going to talk about it are rooted in white supremacy. But hey, that's a that. Hey, what? Hey, what? maybe that's that's been a that's been a segue that's to another, another pod. pod. Look out for that's that one. Pod. That's gonna be a separate mm-hmm. pod. It's rooted in something it's not supposed to. But if you take the pressure out and you divest from 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 that thinking, hey, build yourself in the habits. Build yourself in the habits mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and you'll get to where you need to go. The gems are just just raining today. Um, <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah. I just want to highlight again what both of them said. Um, touching on the fact that Taylor has been placed in a situation where she can actually like help somebody in a way that she probably couldn't have if she was in another location. Again, mm-hmm. circling back to my experience in Indiana, I hated it the whole time. Not gonna hold you. Hated being in the middle of nowhere. Hated just having nothing to do, being away from all my friends, being away from all my family. Hated it. Hated it for the year and four months, whatever the case may be. I found a lot of solace in the fact that, A, I was a Black person in a predominantly, like, predominantly white environment at all times. It was a handful of Black engineers, female at that, or women engineers. Um, So I was in a position where I was able to educate people on black culture on being black on the black experience because some of the people out there hadn't even they didn't even know what Jim Crow was which is another conversation for another day kind of wild but you know just opening people's mindsets and stuff through that interaction so although I didn't thoroughly enjoy like I was caught up in my own personal I want to see my friends every week I want to da da but for the greater good it was very necessary for me to be there not only from um for helping others, but just to build the discipline, like Bria said, build the habits, like Bria said, and then serve others, like Taylor said, because I was the most disciplined I'd ever been when I was out there waking up at a certain time, eating all my meals, meal prepping, doing all that stuff, because who's going to do that? You, no one else is going to do it for you. You're living by yourself. And so um, that that's very important. Like Atomic Habits is a book that I'm reading currently, um, because Taylor says she's lazy. I can openly say I'm lazy too. I could stay in the bed all day, every day. We talk about it. We talk about, me and Taylor talk about, we just be in the bed taking our naps, okay? Watching Netflix, all right? I am content. Outside doesn't need to see me for months, okay? But I realized that that level of laziness has A, existed for some time. I think it really started maybe in like high school, maybe middle school. But either way, um, it's, funneled into many aspects of my life like why can't I stay consistent in the gym because I'd rather be in my bed why can't I meal prep and meet my needs by like feeding myself and doing x y and z because I'd rather stay in the bed like things that are rooted in not being disciplined 
are very detrimental and like discipline is not a fun time it's not jolly it's not enjoyable it can be when you start seeing the progress um but i think that also talks to instant gratification we're so accustomed to just seeing results now that if you go to the gym for two months and you don't see nothing happening you're gonna stop so you need to focus on things like the habit building like bria said i'm gonna go to the gym because i want to be a gym goer i want to put my health at the forefront i want to be have a holistic not just you know bubble baths and masks but like watching what's going in my body not eating junk like moving my body exercising it because it's a temple and it's what i'm using to serve other people in essence because you can't help nobody if you're bedridden because of a disease you know what i'm saying a disease that you not mayor a disease that you um you kind of might have pushed forward because obviously you know people get diseases out of their control but unhealthy habits unhealthy eating lack of exercise like those are certain preventative measures that we can take to remain healthy and so um all that to say habit building is very important and just understanding that it's not going to be pretty all the time but like we've mentioned looking at your life holistically can help you to understand man that season traumatic in a sense of I wasn't getting what I wanted there was lack of instant gratification x y and z but look at how much I grew like look at how many people I helped like that's what life is really about it's not about you know flexing on the gram you know I got this card because those people are empty inside and if they tell you something otherwise it's a lie they are empty inside so yeah or We just out here trying to help, help the greater good, help the greater good. Don't be stressed out here for no reason. Don't be stressed out here for no reason. We all winners. And yeah, thanks for listening. Anybody want to say, I don't know. I don't know how to close this out, but um, take us out. Peace out. All okay. right. Bye y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Now they got me on the outro. Hey y'all, it's your girl Taylor. Thank you so much for tuning in to our last episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Make sure you're following us on our social media, underscore 20 some tings. Hit us up. Let us know what topics you want to cover next. We are open to many ideas. See y'all.